Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing. Brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union here in Denton, Texas, on Unicourt Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle, Texas. I join Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I otherwise cannot find. Uh, this show is uh, on demand, by the way. I want to remind everybody that. Don't forget to share the on-demand links to our episodes and your social media pages when you see something you'd like to share. All of our podcast channels and programs are available on the website located at www.lonestarcontentmarketing.com. You can also find our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today's show is episode number 27, if you can believe that of the series Building Your Law Practice with Jim Thompson and Nick Augustine. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about employee appreciation and showing gratitude. Our own employees are there to be a great source of new business if they're happily employed and they like to tell people where they work. We all know how much people like to complain about their jobs, so let's try to turn it the other direction and get people talking about how much they love their job. We'll um, talk about this in the context of also attracting referrals, which as we all know is the lifeblood of any business, especially in law firms. And we always ask this question, why is it that lawyers are not getting the referrals they need to grow their practice? Well, my uh, co-host here, Jim Thompson, and I have been talking about this. Jim has written a book on it called Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Deserve and Need to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do about it. Uh, Jim is a retired lawyer who's well known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through simple cost-effective activities. Again, Jim is the author of Why Lawyers Fail to Get Referrals and What They Can Do About It, and he'll tell us how we can get a copy of that book today. Um, Again, my name is Nick Augustine, and I help lawyers share tips and stories about their practice areas by writing their blog content, managing social media, and producing internet radio podcasts. By way of a disclaimer, this is a general information program, and any advice shared on our show does not constitute legal advice. Communication with attorneys on our show cannot give rise to attorney-client relationships. And if you have uh, further questions, you should consult with an attorney in your area. Uh, broadcast rights are certainly reserved. All right, so moving on here, um, talking with Jim. Jim, how are you doing today? Nick, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I've got the canoe out ready to uh, float down the river with all the water we've had in Chicago this morning. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surviving. Like a, well, that's good. and That's good you're surviving. And maybe this is the day to, to sit indoors and then think about how, uh, you know, business and referrals and things like that. Um, and this idea I really like of a, a employee appreciation, I'm going to just give my little story to start out with here. Um, when I was working at a law firm years and years ago, uh, we had a, a, a company outing every summer, and we'd go to one of the local, uh, one of the local farm team baseball games, um, the Kane County Cougars, in fact. And uh, my law firm would, uh, you know, we'd all truck out there from Wheaton after work, and we'd go out there, and uh, you know, it was kind of cool to see the boss drinking a beer, and eating a hot dog. Um, and everybody looked forward to it, and it was a really fun thing. And I know that they, they, they you know, the, it was a really kind of a tightly run office. Um, you know, kind of one of those places where people 
whisper and tiptoe, um, but did a lot of work, and you know, it was it was kind of a buttoned-up firm, I'll say. But um, when it was time to let the hair down and go out there and have a good time, I could tell how much the partners really enjoyed giving that to us all who worked there. So it was kind of a fun thing. And I've talked to other people, Jim, uh, over the years who've talked about employees and you know, giving them thanks and really bringing them in to feel a part of ownership in, in the business. It's, you know, taking it from just where they go to work and get paid to do a task or series thereof versus really wanting to grow the business and, and help it. So um, if you would, Jim, maybe share a few of your ideas through your experiences with what you do um, on how we can look at employee appreciation, how we can look at showing gratitudes, and really get these people to be our frontline happy people who say good things about their job as opposed to, wow, my boss is a jerk. Yes. Okay. Why my boss is a jerk? Well, uh, you know, one of the things, and you kind of touched on it just a little bit, and it really is this team concept. You know, your employees, whether you have one employee or 30 employees, you need to, to let these employees know whether they're the, uh, I almost said something, I almost said the lowly receptionist, and I didn't mean that in a derogatory way, but it seems to me a lot of times the newest person, uh, the most, uh, that has less, the least amount of training is, is the receptionist, and uh, I think probably is probably one of the most important persons in your office. We'll talk about that at some other time. But you, you need to get everybody on board that they're working as part of a team. Now, subtly, you, you know, you don't come out and say this, but you have to let them know their job is on the line. And their job is on the line if you're not getting clients. I'm not talking about getting the work out. That's, that's a whole other, other issue. But I'm talking about the, uh, the secretaries, the paralegals, even the associates in the firm who sometimes don't understand that if, if they want to stay employed, they better be doing something as far as um, getting the, the business in for their boss or employer or whatever the case may be. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the team concept in just a little bit. But one of the things that, uh, and these are just small little things that show appreciation, and I'll go back to the, the receptionist. You know, and again, depends on the size, the office, the type of office, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the great things I've seen, and it really has impressed me when I've walked into somebody's office and you see the, the secretary or the, the receptionist, whoever's sitting there first, the receptionist say, and she's got a sign. And the sign says, Director of First Impressions, because that is really what, the receptionist is. The receptionist is the first person that's going to greet your client or a new client, old clients, whatever, and she's going to be the first person that when somebody's calling into your law firm that they talk to. So you've got to make sure that you train this person. Now, this is your obligation to train the person how you would like to have them treat your clients or prospective clients. As a part of that training, you let them know to your firm that they are a part of a team and that they know really what 
um, and how to make sure your clients feel comfortable coming into your office, that they feel comfortable calling your office, that whole game. And that's a whole other training session. So we're just kind of talking in generalities right now. But the important thing is the, the team concept. Here's something else that I, I, I see sometimes done but very, very seldom done, and that is have everyone in your office have a business card. Um, and I think I may have said this in this program before, and if I didn't, um, uh, I'll repeat it. I'm getting a little interference, Nick. Is that? Are you getting that? Uh, no, no, I uh, just dragged something okay. across my desk. I just want to make that. sure it wasn't on my end. Anyway, right. um, here's the situation with business cards. Uh, and again, I have been at a meeting a while back, and um, there were two young ladies there representing the law firm, who I happen to know, the lawyers in the law firm. And they, they did a good job standing up, you know, the little networking thing you do, and they said what they did and who they worked for, et cetera. And I said, well, you know, do you have cards? They looked at me like, well, hmm. well, no, nobody's ever given us a card. And, but they had their attorney's card. Okay, John Smith, blah, blah, blah. And they said, well, let me let me write on the back my name and my email address, et cetera. And I go, okay, that's fine. And then uh, the next morning I proceeded to, to call the attorney and kind of chew him out saying, you know, that was really nice. Girls were really good. They, they did a good job. However, um, you screwed up big time. And, of course, I get this what do you mean I screwed up big time, blah, blah, blah. I said mm-hmm. it would have been really nice. One was a paralegal, and actually both of them, I think, were paralegals, and it would have been nice if they would have said, you know, we work for John Smith, and uh, we are paralegals in his office. So, you know, let me pass around his card. This is what John does or whatever. You know, so they're passing his cards around. Guess what? His cards were right in the trash can because he's not there. But, you know, if, if I remember these young ladies, uh, and I, you know, get a card, and it's, oh, gee, you know, somebody uh, that I know needs a divorce, I call Sue over, who's a paralegal, I say, listen, I want to refer somebody over there. Oh, it, it's as simple as that. Business cards cost, like, 50 bucks for a 1,000 business cards, and you are blowing it. Now, here's the other thing. Once you give them a business card, again, that shows you have some confidence in them. It shows that you trust them. It shows you care about them. It shows, shows you appreciate them. Be, exactly, to be a part of your team. And again, it's subtle little things that show, hey, you do appreciate um, the, the fact of, of what they're doing. Now, you know, in part of your, your office meetings, if you have them, or even if you sit down with your secretary, if you're, you know, a small firm and sit down with your secretary, and you talk about some marketing things that they could be doing. And, and by this I mean, if, if your secretaries are going to be out in the public at all, I almost said if, you're going to, if they're going to be networking and I'll get this, Jim, my secretaries don't go out and network. Oh, really? Do they go to the office depot and buy supplies? Do they go to a party with their friends? Do they go out and have drinks on Friday night? talking to their friends, and one of their friends might say, hey, Sue, what do you do? Well, I work for John Smith and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, make sure that they understand how they can share your business with their friends, relatives, business associates, or even if they're out 
uh, you know, buying office supplies, and somebody happens to say, oh, I see you're buying such and such. Who do you work for? They can say, I work for John Smith, and he's a divorce attorney or whatever. You've got the, you know, the, the little um, elevator speech or very short, you know, six, seven, eight-word thing to say, this is what I do. And don't pass out a card. But if they ask for a card, hey, have one handy that you can give them. Again, you're making them a part of a team. Subtly, you're saying to them, we appreciate you. We want you to help us. We trust you. We like you. Blah, blah, blah. Now, I like your little story about going to the Kane County Cougars as opposed mm-hmm. to going to a Cubs game. You know, who wants to go to a Cubs game anyway these days? But <laughs> the, yeah, the bottom line is you go uh, to Kane County, you know, the atmosphere is really relaxed. You can sit back, you can have fun. I think it's probably cost all of $3. You get a hot dog for probably a buck and a half, two bucks. And, and, and it just shows, hey, and, and, and your, your example was, was well taken. Hey, it shows the boss in a different light. Right. Okay? And it shows the same, same thing. It shows the employees in a bit different light. I, I, I have four secretaries working for me, and you know, I know them, but I know them as they walk in the front door, and I say, hi, how are you? They go to their respective, you know, um, uh, little offices or uh, whatever you call them, uh, cubicles, and they start working right away. I walk out and say, so you got that brief that, hey, you know, that's my extent of my communication with them, right? Why don't I take the time to sit down and talk to them to find out what's going on in their lives uh, and what's the best way to do it. A, a, a picnic, a, a ball game, something of that nature where you're getting them out of the office and you're getting to know everyone. Now, I know, you know, some firms do that and they, you know, they're huge firms and, you know, they take people to wherever, Six Flags or whatever, and they never really get to know each other. It's just here's a nice ticket, go have fun for the day. Uh, I'm talking about activities that are going to um, let them know, as you said before, that they are appreciated. Again, mm-hmm. in a subtle way, <clears throat> excuse me, let them know that they're appreciated, but in a subtle way, also let them know that they are a part of your team going out and getting business for you. Now, you know, and again, here's, here's something else, and it, it, it depends on the local bar rules, the uh, disciplinary rules, the ethics rules, you know, there's nothing wrong with giving them a bonus. Mm-hmm. If, 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 you, if your local rules, uh, your local bar associations, and I'm not talking about just a Christmas bonus or something like that. But, like Aaron Brockovich you know, bonus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you let's know, talk about that for a second, Jim. I mean, they can't, you know, you can't fee split. But, uh, you know, as portrayed in the movie, you know, Julia Roberts got a big old check. She did a lot of work, you know. Like, let's say that someone brings in that personal injury client, that million-dollar case. Right, right. There's a secretary. Yeah. And, again, what are your local bar rules to say, wait a minute, you're not splitting fee, but here's the secretary that brings in this case, right? And you want to reward them. How do you reward them? Well, if you can, under the ethics rules, give them a nice bonus. Boy, that's perfect. If you can't, quote, give them a bonus, there's ways to get mm-hmm. around it. Okay, you know, and, and there's things you should do. Hey, you know what? Think about this. Um, you got a secretary that's got a kid that's getting ready to go to college, and she brings you a nice personal injury case, right? And it's settled. And you know what? You set up a little scholarship fund for her, her, her child. 
Is that splitting fees? I don't think so. Again, what are your local rules? I don't want anybody to come back and say, Jim said to do this and he got in trouble with the Bar Association for doing it. But, you know, things of this nature that are appreciated, that make your staff appreciate it. Hey, and what happens if Susie brings in a real nice case and uh, it settles and you get a really nice hefty fee and you drop $25,000 into a scholarship fund for her kid? You don't think the other people in the office are going to notice that? You don't think they're going to be out there, you know, rainmaking for you, if you will? So, uh, again, association, but hey, uh, whatever you can do to let them know that you are totally, totally appreciated is absolutely, you're going to just absolutely work wonders for you. And, and you know, what's the worst thing that happens? I got to go to the office on Monday morning and I got to face that old grumpy boss. Well, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. How about how about how about company boss? You get there before the secretaries and you make coffee. You know, do something different. You know, let them, you know, hey, I came in early this morning. I made the coffee. Oh my God, some of them might slip up. Some of them may not even want to touch the coffee <laughs> because you know, you know, but, you know, have a have a even even and again, uh, what's to prevent you from having a Friday afternoon? Um, happy hour, you know, if you can right, do it, right. the office, uh, yeah. breakfast, take a few people breakfast out, on Friday. Go, whatever, yeah, go, go to, go to a, a local bar, local watering hole and, um, you know, sit around and, and drink some beers, have some pizza and, and just let, let your office support staff know that you're not the, the idiot that you has for the boss. <laughs> of course, of course, right. of course you may end up, uh, we, we also got to be very that you don't end up, uh, uh, getting a little uh, inebriated, shall we say, and uh, hitting on one of the secretaries or any of the stuff that goes along with that. But, you know, uh, obviously being facetious, but bottom line is you can think outside, outside the box. You know, um, one of your secretaries, uh, you know, mentions that um, uh, she needs some time off because her mother's sick. Well, you know what? I need you in the office, okay? But here's what I can do for you. I can hire, we can hire a nurse for you to go sit in with your mother while you're here. Wow. How much impressive would that be? Because you need the secretary there. But she's torn between going and, you know, sitting with her mother. And I'm not talking about, you know, the, the serious thing where the mother's very sick and ill and possibly going to die. But I'm talking about that just needs somebody to go in and maybe cook the meals for or something. I said, listen, you know what? You've been a very valuable employee to us, but we need you here. I can't Jim, let you, you go. Jim, you bring up a very good point in uh, you know finding the value um, of of that of that individual, and I think it's pretty common that during day in and day out, we just assume that those employees are part of the structure, like the desks, the walls, and the the light fixtures, um, yep. and sometimes we don't think about how much do we value, you know, like let's say our internet kicks out, um, we're pretty much ground to a halt. Uh, let's yep. say the lights are out, you know, but, but let's say that secretary or that person who knows the operations of the business isn't there and someone, you know, the, the value of uh, how well they know the, the business and the firm and how it runs and what's going on on different client matters and, and whatnot. And to try to put a dollar amount on that, um, you know, we think, you know, beyond the, what this person has paid in salary that they're very valuable. Um, and the longer a person 
is I think that some of the firms that I've seen, Jim, that uh, have seemed to be very enduring and successful weathering, uh, you know, economic ups and downs, are the same firms that I've noticed that the same office staff is still there who was there many years ago. That firm that I told you about took us to the Kane County Cougars game. Um, I'd venture a guess if I called up there right now that, you know, if the firm is still in its current uh, lineup or maybe it's split apart and into two or something, I'm sure most of those people are still there. Um, in fact, I did stop in there uh, a few years back, and, um, yeah, most of them are still there. Like, like you know, nothing ever happened in there um, because they're well-treated and they're, they're valued and, and they know and everyone knows that every the whole, the whole sum of the firm is, is no stronger than its weakest link. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. You, you mentioned the word, and the word was basically assume, and we assume a lot, and we all know what assume means. It means nasty you and me. Um, and when we assume everything's going well in our own firm or in our business or whatever the case may be, and we we never really sit down, I think, and, and kind of take a little stock of really what is going on. We're, we're, we're so darn busy with trying to do all the client stuff and everything else. We don't take 15 minutes in the morning and go, you know, what am I going to do today? What if I assume uh, that I shouldn't have assumed? What, what's, what's going on? Uh, even if it's going over and sitting down and talking to one of the secretaries, say, yeah, I haven't talked to you in a while. How are things going? Ah, you know, I'm getting a divorce. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You know, and, and, and she's been one of your trusted secretaries for a long time. You know, but, but people sometimes are afraid to open up. But you've never sat down and asked them anything. So, so make sure you're sitting there going, you know what? These are the people that make me money. These are the people that keep this law firm going. And without them, what am I? And you are really nothing. You may be the lawyer that knows all the law, but these are the people that are going to um, make you look good, make you look bad. I mean, they, they can really make you look bad. I mean, you know, hey, the loan secretary may be working for you and punches out the work, but behind your back she's talking about what an idiot uh, she works for. And um, so, you know, that word gets out. Hey, you know, I work for John Smith over here, and what an asshole he is, excuse my language. <laughs> and that starts, that, that starts getting out. And, uh, you know, um, and, and you just don't know where your next client's going to be coming from, and you certainly don't need, you know, secretaries, paralegals, or even associates out there bad-mouthing where they work. Um, and it's it's a crazy crazy situation, but I've seen it. I think I've mentioned it on the call one time before. We were sitting next to two young ladies, and they were talking about how crappy their boss was. And so I'm just sitting there waiting on somebody to show up, and I just leaned over and I said, "You know, that's really interesting. You know, because I know so and so very well. Ooh, you don't think I got a oh shit? Excuse me, look. <laughs> and you know, it was that. I didn't know the guy from Adam, but I guarantee you, it maybe taught them a quick lesson. And hopefully that, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we also get into this mode, too, I think, uh, when we've talked about, to some extent here, talking about appreciating um, employees. But, you know, we also need to really think about how can we show appreciation to our, our clients. And I'm not talking about, uh, okay, somebody refers you a, a, a client and you pick them and, and you send them a referral fee if you can, if it's a lawyer, obviously. Or, you know, one of your good clients refers somebody and you call them up and say, thank you, send them a nice thank you, know, which I preach on doing. But you know what? 
when you start getting to know your clients and you talk to them and you find out, you know, I, I got a client that really likes this particular author, right? And I know that, right? Guess what? I will go find a nice book that's written by this author, a nice hardcover, nice book, and send it to him and say, you know what? I was thinking about the other day when I was in a bookstore and I just wanted to send this to you. Well, what does that take? What do you spend twenty five hours for a book? And and that will go a long way with the client. Um, here's something else that you might want to think about. And um, you know, you want to take your client up to lunch and that's fine. But um, client may not want to see you, right? <laughs> you know. Here's thinking about this. Uh, you make reservations at a really nice restaurant for your client and his or her spouse. And say, you know what? You guys, I know, John, you've been really working hard. You guys need need a, a night out. So I made a reservation at the top of the whatever. Okay? Mm-hmm. Please go and enjoy dinner and, you know, a bottle of wine on me. That type of thing. You know, <clears throat> and hopefully the client doesn't go for, uh, you know, a $500 bottle of wine, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you see my point. You know, and Jim, like you know, it, the the days are kind of past us where people, bonuses used to be the big thing and what, you know, everyone sure. looked forward to their end of the year bonus. Um, you know, and the thing that's interesting about that is it sort of becomes part of a compensation package and that people expect that from year to year. And uh, I remember the... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie, and uh, you know uh, where Griswold's waiting for his. He wants to put in his pool. Is waiting for his bonus. Doesn't get a bonus. Back to the bonus, you know. Um, and I think that you know that is appreciation, sure. But I like your idea of you know treating a, treating someone who's done a really good job on their birthday to you know, to dinner, um, you know, and maybe that's something where you just do that when someone, yeah, but if you do it for everyone, um, standardize it, I think it just becomes less special. I think that um, if you do it, if you sporadic acts of generosity and, and appreciation, really show people that you're taking notice and you're paying attention and it's not just another line item on your schedule. Oh, yeah, and sure, and, and, and you know, think outside the box, but here's something else. You're, you've got a secretary that's working for you, right? And you got a project that comes up. And, of course, she has to work some extra hours, and, and that's fine, and you'll compensate her. But you know who doesn't get compensated is the spouse. And the spouse is there. Are you working for that jerk again? Blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's a good point. Take, you know, say to your secretary, listen, you know what? I want you to take your husband out to dinner. You know, I've made reservations at such and such place. Go out to dinner with your husband. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to smooth over that husband who's going to think, hey, Jim's quite a jerk. Oh, no, he's not a bad guy because he sent us out for this really nice or Or whatever the case may be. I'm not talking about dinner. You know, you know, hypothetically. You know, but it's a show that, that really does show that, again, you're appreciating that your employee and their spouse, uh, knowing that, yeah. you know, not assuming that their only purpose on on God's green earth is to serve you in their job capacity that they have other things going on in their lives um, and you know sometimes when they do work those extra hours you know you appreciate them but they're doing it much to their uh, disservice to the rest of their family so again the spouse and the kids um, that's well, a good thing yeah. you, know, you should know if someone's working for you you sh- I mean 
I don't know. You should pay attention to things like that. I mean, maybe, though, they keep their personal life very private and out, uh, out of work. Sure. I mean, you know, I mean, either way, you don't want to be pushy. But, you know, again, if you take, yeah. again, that's another, taking the time to get to know them. Well, you know, you think about this. Okay, you got, you got a secretary or even a paralegal or, or even an associate that's been working extra hard and spending, you know, 35 hours a day at your office. And you go, you know, I know you haven't seen your kids in the last three days. How you are your stuff? You know what? Why don't you why don't why don't you go up to the Wisconsin Dells or where, you know you where I'm talking? Go to a nice place. Take take your family. Spend a weekend up there on me. Now wait a minute. You're, that's going to cost you five hundred bucks, five six hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks, or whatever the case may be. That's going to be the best money you'll ever spend because now yep. you've got you've got the spouse. You know, saying well, this is pretty nice. And then the kids, you know, they haven't seen their mom or dad in a while. And, you know, it's like, oh, your, your boss did that for you? And guess what? They go back and tell their friends in, in school, you know. You know, we went up to such and such place, and, and my mom's boss sent us up there because she's been working really hard. Ooh, yeah. hey, kid, what's the name of that law firm your mom works for? Can I get exact, a job over exact there? Exact story. Yeah. This yeah. actually happened. I was riding the, when I lived out in, um, where did I live? Well, I lived a lot of places in DuPage <laughs> County, but when, when, whenever I, where, you know, when I lived in Woodridge, I would take the train some more. So anyways, I'd take the train, I was taking a train into uh, the city from Downers Grove, and there were these, you know, everyone, kind of funny, everybody who takes the metro trains, like everyone gets like the same area of the train, they sit all the time. Anyways, there's this group of women who always uh, sat in front of me, and the one of them, uh, her boss, uh, she worked as a paralegal in an IP firm. I remember, I never met this woman, but they talked all the time that I was over here, their stuff. And uh, the boss sent, uh, sent her, and she was going to take one of her girlfriends, and they were going to go up to the American Club in Kohler for a spa weekend. And they just thought it was so cool. And they just, you know, the, all of them, they, I mean, they just talked and blah, 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 blah about it. And I don't know if the guy was retiring soon, but, uh, you know, or whatever the situation was, but. Yeah, I mean, I can remember that, and that impressed me, you know. So yeah. whoever this person was, you know, however many years ago that was, it just goes to show people do remember that. Well, yeah, just think outside the box. You know, what what would – and if, if it's hard to think outside the box, think in terms of what would – if you were working for somebody, what would you appreciate? You know, what would make you um, feel like you were really special, that, that, that they really appreciated – what you did. Sometimes it's a better office chair. (laughs) Yeah, A newer computer, maybe. (laughs) As stupid as that sounds, that can be the ticket that makes that person ecstatic. And here's the other thing. You know, I send, you know, one of the paralegals to, because she's worked, you know, last weekend, you know, she she was in the office last weekend, you know, and from Saturday morning till Sunday night because we had this trial or we had whatever going on. And <clears throat> I sent her to a nice spot or someone with her husband um, for the weekend. And don't you think the other people in the office are going to notice that? Don't you think they're going to work a little bit harder to get treated the same way? Now, having said that, you got to watch this little jealousy factor. Well, you did so-and-so for so-and-so, but you never did anything for me. What an idiot you are. Well, you know, that type of thing. So you've got to temper that a little bit. But the bottom line is it doesn't take that much 
to show appreciation. It's just like mm-hmm. and, it, and it doesn't take that much money. It's not. It's not about the money, people. No. It's about. It's yeah, about the time. It it's about the effort. Yeah, it's going to cost you a few bucks, but you know you got to look at. And the attorneys are famous for not looking at it this way. What's your return on investment? I mean, if you if you've got a happy secretary that shows up, or paralegal that shows up on Monday morning and is just ecstatic that she got to spend the weekend with her family out because of you, and just thinks you hung the moon. Man, how far does that go? How long does that last? You can't quantify that in dollars and cents. Um, and, you know, and I'll talk to, to lawyers and, and some other entrepreneurs I work with, and I'll mention things like that, and they'll go, gee, I never thought about that. And it's right. We don't. We, we just assume people are going to come to work, get their paycheck, and go home. <laughs> and then basically, you know, forget about uh doing anything to, to further their, their job, further their career, or further whatever, further your business. And that's what you're looking for them to do. What does it yep. take? It doesn't take that much. If, I, if anybody can take anything away from what we're talking about today, is just stop and think and don't assume and think about what does it take if I go that extra mile uh, for my office staff, my secretary, and, and, and of course, you can flip it to, um, to, to, to clients. I mean, you do the same thing for clients, and and it doesn't have to be, oh, client just sent you a great referral, and you automatically you send them something, ticket to a ball game, uh, bottle of wine, whatever. You know, you do that. Just hey, Nick, I was thinking about you today. I know that you were up in Chicago area last week, and you're probably suffering from the heat down there. So here's a fan, you know, personal little <laughs> one of those little personal handheld fans, right? Guess what? cost me 10 bucks, maybe 5 bucks to send it, and guess what? You're going to remember that. You're not going to use the darn thing, but you're going to remember that. Hey, Jim was thoughtful. Think outside the box. What does it take to do something like that? Um, I know when I get a, a surprise gift, a surprise gift or something that's very minimal, I mean, sometimes that's much more appreciated than if somebody would have sent me a $1,000 check and said, here, this is what you did for me. Here's $1,000. You know, maybe a little tipping, showing that, hey, you took some time to appreciate, um, and, and you know me well enough that you're going to go out and buy something for me that's kind of just for me. And it doesn't take that much. And, and I, I, get, I get folks that when I'm talking about this, they'll look at me like, yeah, why didn't I think of that before? And then my next question is, okay, when are you going to do it? When are you going to start doing it tomorrow? You know, tomorrow never comes, guys. When you go leave this whatever session we're doing, if we're doing a workshop or a talk or whatever, hey, when you get back to the office, think of how you can do something right away. If you can't do something right away, maybe the next day. Uh, how about just start, if it's right it away? And yeah, how about just thank you? Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, <laughs> man, yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, how simple is two words? Thank you. You know, um, how often do we we not say thank you when we should be saying thank you for something? Well, it's expected that you're going to do a good job. Hey, Nick, exactly. thanks for really doing a great job on this brief. Oh, gee. You know, what is that going to do? It's going to make me want to do a better job the next time I have to write a brief for somebody. Right, right, right. Um, feedback. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know how many times that. Uh, 
you know, um, the only feedback is negative feedback if you don't get it done on time. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, that, yeah. You know, what? yeah. <laughs> um, and you're not going you to get over the negative feedback. But here's the other thing. And we've all been in this position, I'm sure, except for maybe a few of us, uh, where we may have blown our top at somebody because they screwed up, then rightfully so. But you know what? After you've blown up and, you know, kind of calmed down, go back in and see the person. You know, I'm really sorry I did that. I've just been under a lot of pressure, and I had to get this done, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I, I just want to let you know I'm, I'm very sorry for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> How simple is that? But we don't do it. We don't think about it. Um, and I'm like everybody else. I, you know, I, I preach the stuff, and quite frankly, I try to remember it. But, you know, I have my lapses every now and then, probably more lapses than anything else. It's like, you know, right now, take, take, a, take a three-by-five card and just run a little thing across, assume, and stick it on your wall or your computer or wherever. And maybe that will chalk your mind and say, hey, I'm just not going to assume anymore. I'm going to be proactive and do some of the things I should be doing. So, any other thoughts? Agree. No, other than, other than that, we're uh, pretty much out of time. I think that we covered a lot of really good ideas there that will make us kind of maybe kickstart our our uh, efforts and you know maybe appreciating ourselves. You know, as long as we're doing all this stuff, you know. But just getting Ooh. into the mindset of appreciating, appreciate appreciating things and gratitude. Um, you know, appreciating our you know, all of this that that we do. You know, the, I think that sometimes it just becomes such a a robotic, uh, you know, automated life that many of us live. Um, and to sit back and 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 really take take stock in it all and and rejoice and be happy and share the and share the appreciation. I think that's all very good. You know, you just said something really really that I hadn't touched on, and I think it's great. Appreciate yourself. Take twenty minutes and say, Hey, I'm a pretty good guy. I'm going to go do something for me today, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, I'm going to go, you know, go in a corner and read a book or whatever works your book, but I'm going to go ahead and appreciate myself today because, you know, I am a pretty mm-hmm. good person. Don't bring your attitude up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Appreciate yourself. Take, you know, it's like um, just having a week off to travel and all that, you know, I find myself appreciate, you know, just you run into different folks who have different things going on in their lives. And um, sometimes it takes getting away for me to appreciate what I have. Um, You know, it's like I, you know, I I appreciate my, uh, what are these, like 10, 11 foot ceilings in my house. Um, All the houses in the north, Jim, no one had fans and the ceilings were all low and I I felt like very enclosed. You know, so when I came home to Texas and walked into my my big house, the big ceilings and the fans, I appreciated that, you know. So just like that scenario, you know, your yeah. office, you think that something in your office is not up to where you'd like it to be? It could always be so different somewhere else. You know, the grass is, I think they say, the grass is always greener. But if you have some grass and it is green, appreciate that grass because your neighbor down the road might be appreciating your grass and you think, you know, take it for granted. So, you know, all of these good things, appreciative and gratitude and just look around and try to spread it all around. So we're over time uh, right now, Jim, so we've gone over, but that is okay. I've enjoyed our discussion today, and um, we'll be back next week. Okay, listen, you stay cool down in, down in Texas now. 
I will. I will. It's gonna, it's going to be in the hundreds today, but then the the <laughs> fall, fall fall is coming. Uh, information and belief. Fall is coming um, shortly, and it's going to be down into the 80s and whatnot. So I'll be able to get outside and uh, do some uh, bush trimming and, and weed work and all that. So, but yeah, and enjoy your canoeing around Chicagoland with a deluge of rain. <laughs> okay. Talk to you soon. Right. Have a good good, good week. Right. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye.